0: Welcome to episode 29 of Lost in Immersion, your weekly 45 minute stream about innovation. As VR and AR veterans, we will discuss the latest news of the immersive industry. Uh, so, hi everyone, and uh, if Fabian, if you want to start, please. Yeah, hello, thanks. So, today
1: uh, the topic uh, will be about Apple. So, there was a conference uh, from Apple last week with the of uh, new products new iphones new uh, watch uh, airpods and and a lot of uh, news and uh, there was f- quite interesting ones that also relate to what is of our interest uh, the vision pro and um, so we can start with the apple watch and the major new feature is the double tap so uh, without Touching the watch, and just by uh, pressing the index and the thumb, as you can see on the video here. Um, oh, sorry, one more time. Yeah, like this, it can trigger um, an action on the uh, watch itself. So it's very similar to the gesture that we saw in the press release of the uh, Apple Vision Pro. And also, it it starts to make us think of, is the Apple Watch becoming an accessory for the Vision Pro? Um, you know, we, we, are, we talk here that the Vision Pro is missing uh, accessory, missing controllers. So is uh, the, the Apple Watch becoming a controller for the Vision Pro? Um, so that's very interesting that they are starting at uh, this new way of capturing actions. Um, so they capture touch, uh, the voice, of course, and now maybe the, the actions. Uh, i currently the name of exactly the scientific name of this is slipping my mind, but um, um, so that's that was the first announcement. Um, the next one is a bit more technical, uh, but still the AirPods Pro will feature a lossless uh, audio and they can connect to the Apple Vision Pro. Um, so if you've, if you've already used the VR headset with speakers, you know, it can be very loud um, and it can bother, you know, if you are using it in the train or whatever. Um, so it's better to have uh, devices like that that have a good noise cancellation. Uh, so that's what's interesting as well. And on top of that, if in the future, as we saw a few episodes back, they implement the patents that they have of uh, having the capture of uh, brain activity using the um, AirPods Pro, that might uh, also serve as um, an interface for the Vision Pro. Um, That was this the second. news. And the latest one is the, um, the iPhone Pro has the capability to capture what they call a special videos. So these are like the the videos in 3D that can then be replayed on the, the Vision Pro. Um, so yeah, that was the three very um, uh, I think worthwhile news from last week, and uh, so we can discuss that. Uh, what do you think, uh, Seb? Well, I think
2: it's nice to see the ecosystem that they are building around the their device. Uh, that's as when this is the case with Apple. They already try to make some interaction, which is between all their devices, and they seem to move forward. And uh, like you said, uh, the Implement some interaction, some component that can be uh, interesting to use in sync with the the Vision Pro. So yeah, we'll see how developer how they make things easy for developers to implement.
1: Cool. What about you, Guillaume?
0: Well, there's several things to say about this. Uh, first of all, for the apple watch Uh, i can't help myself but uh, think about the mayo uh, bracelet i don't know if you remember this it was a startup that uh, created some kind of forearm bracelet you put it on your arm and it was supposed to detect the muscle contraction for you to have a very high definition hand tracking Uh, unfortunately this uh, bracelet didn't work because when you received the bracelet, they simply said to you that it was your job to make the, the knowledge base for it to work. So uh, they were just providing the device and not all the software behind it. So it's a very, piece, a very nice piece of uh, art that is uh, on my shelf right now. So uh, I'm very glad to see that this kind of technology, I don't know how it works uh the, this apple watch but i guess it should detect some modification w- with your um, finger movement or whatever so uh, i i have w- always thought that this uh bracelet things and detecting the finger movement should be a, a great uh, way of tracking your hand so i'm very glad that they are uh working in this di- in this, this direction direction so uh, very nice. Uh, for the airport one, uh, I saw that there is some kind of activated the low latency Bluetooth that is not available right now with the current AirPods because people tried to use them with VR application and they said that there was uh, so so too much uh, latency uh, between the sound and what you get in the AirPods. However, there's some kind of Uh, controversy as well, because it seems to be just like a uh, software upgrade for it to work. However, uh, Apple wants you to buy the new version of it. Uh, So yeah, some some users are not that uh, glad of the the announcement, because I guess there are some AirPods too, and they just bought them. And uh, they are not, uh, this feature is not available for those who just bought the, the, the new AirPods. So uh, maybe some software updates for them in the future. But right now, if you want the, the new features, uh, you have to buy the the iPod, AirPods Pro. So not so not so nice, but uh, we are used to this kind of uh, uh, business model with uh, Apple. So not, not very surprised about this. And finally, about this 3D scan, uh, I saw that there is also an update with the ISO, iOS uh, 17 with some um, object scan application. It really much like the, it's, it looks like the reality capture by uh, Epic Games, uh, meaning that you have to, to select uh, some kind of bounding box ar- around the object you want to scan. You, you are turning around uh, as much as is needed, and then you, you have the 3D model uh, available for you to, to place in AR. But I don't know if you can export this uh, in any new, which kind of format, I don't know. But yeah, it's very interesting to see that Apple is very is really embracing the 3D scan um, uh, ideology and uh, for several, several years now. And um, I don't know if you remember, but uh, Google was the one that was uh, working on this uh, back in the days with the project Tango. And we can see that Google completely forgot about this <laughs> at some point. And Apple just uh, got uh, the ball on the 3D scan and uh, and volumetric uh, 3D and so on. So very interesting to see, as uh, Seth uh, just said, that there are Building much more than just the Apple Vision Pro, they are uh, enhancing the whole uh, their old devices as well, and uh, we can easily see that there will be a very strong interconnection between all these devices at some point. So it's a very very interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree on that. It's uh, it's very nice to see Apple like moving their pieces on the chess of. Uh of special computing, one after the other. Um, it's a very smart move. Yeah.
0: And, and we, we now know why they waited so long. It's because they, they wanted all the technologies to be mature enough to, to to make a whole at some point. Okay. Cool. So anything more to add, Seb? Uh, otherwise, yeah. you and you can talk about your <clears throat> topic.
2: All right. So my topic was uh, about Roblox um, adding some AI uh, assistant to the uh, to their game, um, which uh, will allow users to to make a, for the first time in a metaverse environment uh, create directly by text the environment they want to to. to be in and share that with others. So it's, we, we talk about that, but this was missing because uh, before that you had to create everything yourself uh, or buy some assets and integrate that in, into apps uh, b- before being able to share your environment. And now uh, with the help of AI, you can really generate some really cool environment in in a matter of uh, minutes within the app, uh, so you can't export what what you did, but you can share that with others and uh, have people joining the game uh, that you create. Uh, there is also, it's not only for the 3D, it's also for the interaction and the script that you can generate uh, that will uh, control how, be, how your object behave. so it seems very powerful and uh, as soon as it will be available, I think I will, I will take that to, to see uh, how far we can go with the ai tool uh, for this kind of environment <clears throat> any thoughts on that guys
1: um, yeah so i it's a it's a very um, very impressive uh demo a very impressive video and uh, as usual with uh, ai and generative ai the Uh, concern that I have is, is it actually as good as they advertise? Or um, would it actually take uh, someone a lot of different iterations? And um, are we seeing here in the video the best case? Um, And and so, yeah, that's that's my concern. Uh, But otherwise, if it works as advertised, yeah, it's a pretty impressive um, way for for Roblox to to expand and to to open up. A, uh, they have their interest as well to open up a new creator economy uh, in their uh, in their platform. Um, I think one of the predictions of uh, the Roblox CEO a few weeks back during his keynote was that um Roblox uh, developer will be valued up to 1 billion I think uh, or 1 million or a billion uh, I'm forgetting the scale but it's impressive numbers um so yeah I think Roblox is really uh, pushing into uh creating a, a real creator economy similar to the creator economies that we can see on YouTube or or Instagram um so yeah, but uh, again, um, I hope it works as advertised.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I have pretty much the same uh, remark as uh, as Fabien. Um, I'm very curious to see if it's a hit or miss uh, kind of implementation. And if it uh, creates the same effect as mid-journey, where you spend a lot of time <laughs> iterating, um, but they, they have new tools now. But uh, yeah, at some point you you had to uh, redo more, more uh, uh, for like a very long loop of uh, iteration to to find something that is satisfying. Um, once again, can you move some objects or customize the scene or it's, yeah, it's just uh, the, the prompt that is um, giving you the, the output you want. Um, and as Fabian said also, also uh, uh, we, we all know what happened with the Minecraft community. If you give the community the, the right tools, they can create some very impressive results. And I guess the Roblox one uh, could, could give us the same kind of result as well, um, especially with their community, which we know was very young at some point. But those uh, they they are getting older, and I hope they are getting to the developer slash creator side as well as they as they as they are growing up. So. Those who were 12 or 10 are now 14 or 16, and uh, they, if they kept their passion for the for the platform, we could see very very interesting results in the in the upcoming months or years, if we are giving them the tools to to do so. So, uh, I guess uh, we we were a bit, uh, right? We we are we are kind of old, and we didn't really understand the Roblox situation, but. Uh, I guess at this point, we we, we can't close our, our eyes uh, to what is going on with the, with this platform. And uh, we should be very, uh, not careful, but yeah, have a lot of atten- attention to what's going on because it may be uh, uh, the, the future of the metaverse at some point because uh, one, they have a, ho- a huge community and two, now they are sort of strong partnership with bigger uh uh, bigger company like uh, like Meta, and they are supporting the VR side as well. They have the financial part with the microtransaction. So yeah, they they, they are ticking a lot of boxes toward the the metaverse implementation. So yeah, very interesting to see what is coming uh, up in the in the in the future with this. <clears throat>
2: okay, so it sounds like we we'll all dig in as soon as it's available and and try on our side and come back t- to you about it um, one thing that is really interesting for me is that uh, doing a lot of VR experience uh, there is a lot to taking on the on the development side and optimizing everything all the mesh uh, and I, I wonder and that's I think one of the tests I will do as soon as it's available but uh, I, I wonder how it handles the LOD, the the all the tools that you use and all the techniques that you use to optimize your game, so it works great on all the different platforms, uh, optimize the shader, etc. So, yeah, that's, that would be also something I will test a lot because uh, if it's optimized all that part, that then it's a huge improvement on, on, on the development side of this kind of environment. Mm. Mm. And so following that subject, uh, I want you to... Talk about uh, what we talk about several weeks now. It's a 3D Gaussian splatting uh, coming now to Unity. So being able to take, like we already described, some some picture of a complete environment from multiple position, uh, generate a point cloud from that, and then uh, use that new technique, the 3D Gaussian splatting, to use that 3D point cloud to, to generate a a three D model that needs to be rendered not as triangles, as what we are used to do with three D model, but as really the point cloud itself. But some re- with some reworking on each points to make some some splatting, some some <coughs> sorry, <coughs> some way to arrange the point cloud to make some some three D shape out of that, but not triangles, more <coughs> oval shape, oval shape. And so here we can see how it handles inside uh, inside Unity. So we were seeing, I think it was last week or the week before that we were missing maybe a tool to be able to display 3D Gaussian splatting in real time, uh, and that's it. That's that's coming. So this one this one is a bit blurry, but there's several one that came out. Uh, which are quite impressive compared to what we had before with the, with the scan, uh, the, what you could have with a scan with a with phone. Using that technique, it's ready to improve everything, make it, uh, it, it, make it available on, on, on small device because uh, you can render upon cloud and have this kind of rendering, apparently. Um, there is some test that has been done uh, to display environment in VR, so the 3D Gaussian uh, here is uh, displayed in, in VR. And you're able to move around and, and see really the, the environment as it is. So same as the AI tool, it seems like this new way of uh, of uh, generating 3D uh, is uh, moving forward very fast and uh, improving a lot the, the, the ability to generate a 3D model of uh, of anything, uh, actually, because uh, with that technique, you don't have the issue that we had before with transparent glass or stuff like that, or reflective material that are always tricky uh, to get correctly, but here it seems to work uh, perfectly. And um, <clears throat> just for information, all, everything seems to come, all, all the research and uh, development on this technique seems to come uh, from a paper, f- uh, coming from the inner area uh, of Rennes in France. So it's nice like to see that the French community is, uh, is uh, moving uh, a great deal on this uh, new technique. What's your thought
0: on that, guys? Yeah, for, yeah. Um, Let's go, Fabien, sorry.
1: Okay, sorry, thanks. Um, so it's, it's amazing and it's really nice to see that uh, very quickly <clears throat> this technique can be used in a real-time engine and is also, it seems to work at a high frame rate. So that's very nice. Um, I don't have much to add to that. Maybe one question is, uh, so this is static, I guess, for now. It's, uh, it's like a static environment. Um, and I wonder if at some point uh, like a uh, moving environment could be captured like uh, a video and then how this could uh, compete with what we just talked about uh, the Apple vision pro special videos. So um, um, yeah, it's interesting to see the, both the hardware, so on Apple side is uh, using two cameras uh, and on this side it's like more software. Uh, solution so uh, which one will win we'll see (laughs) not sure it's not
2: compatible the two uh you could generate this way with their phone the the same kind of environment. but even better because you have two cameras so each time you take a picture you have two two point cloud that can be more precise uh and, and use the same way uh, the, the Gaussian splitting technique to adapt in the Vision Pro. What that might even be the way they already do things, kind of.
0: What about you, Guillaume? Yeah. Um, uh, just uh, as a joke, uh, it's the infamous uh, infamous uh, round pixel that we've been talking about for years. <laughs> so it's a bit funny about this, but yeah. Um, so the question I have is about the input data. Uh, do we have to turn around with your cameras for like several hours or is this like instant? Uh, do, do, what kind of movie, because I think this is a video you need for, for this. Uh, so what kind of input data we are talking about to have this kind of result? I'm seeing that on the other videos that are talking about the Insta360 uh, which could be cool because it should, yeah, it means that it, it is a 360 camera. So I guess less um, uh, less video incoming for, for this to be able to, to project the 3D results that we are seeing. Um, but yeah, as a 3D scan user, we know that it can be very time consuming to have uh, the correct input data, especially the video or photog- photograph for 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 us to have the a quality three D scan at some point. So I don't know if you have any information about the the, the amount the amount of uh, data needed to to have this kind of result. Are very impressive.
2: Yeah, I can share with you uh, a video later. Um that shows exactly how he did, uh, how this guy did this uh, 3D character capture. And mm-hmm. um, it seems like it doesn't take a lot of time, but you need, of course, all the angle to make sure you have all the texture and all the 3D points uh, covering the, the wall uh, surrounding of the, of the user, of the character you want to
0: take. But, yeah, for, for the object, I understand, but uh, for the, Water, the, the, the yeah the street, we can see that uh, mm-hmm. even the trees are well defined. Uh, the 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 building uh, upstairs are like very well defined as well. So how can they do that? Is this yeah. a drone a drone uh, uh, intake or? Hmm. It seems like a drone intake because I, I can't see how you it can able to fly, yeah. Yeah,
2: but you can see also that they, they need not go too high because here mm-hmm. you can see that you they don't have yeah. the
0: information, so nothing is under. But if you are using um a, a 360 camera with a stick, uh, you should you could probably get this kind of results. Hmm. I, I don't know. We 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 should try this. Yeah, okay. that's the next step. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> well, um, the advantage of NERF or three Gaussian splatting is that you can have a different point of view than the one that you took. So, <clears throat> I'm not really surprised that they can go, uh, like they can fly because this is what this kind of uh, technology allows. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm really curious to understand how they they did the capture. Um, the best would be, as you say, Guillaume, with a Insta 60 just walk around in the in the area that you want to capture, and mm-hmm. you're done. It could be uh, very uh, very nice.
2: What seems amazing to me is they managed to get that place completely empty in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> I should record that, so I don't know at what time they went there but, or if it was close to public, but yeah. I wonder also how, how um, fun apart, uh, I wonder how it works with people moving around in your capture, if it's breaking completely the, the, the capture because you have some points that are moving through space.
0: Yeah, but yeah, your, your remark is very is very interesting because it should mean that you you can't spend like hours uh, walking yeah. around with your camera because as you mentioned, uh, Paris is uh, a bit crowded. So <laughs> there's people uh, everywhere. So uh, unless it's at uh, 3 a.m. in the morning and even at 3 a.m. there are still people around. So yeah, or maybe they, they raise them at some point. I don't know.
2: Same in a natural environment, if you also animals mm-hmm. and awesome some leaves that are moving on a tree, I wonder how the point cloud is generated and how good the Gaussian splitting works uh, mm-hmm. when you use this kind of scene. Uh, and I think
0: that's it for me. Okay, great. Any last word on this? so for my part i would like to talk about the unity uh, maybe you can call it the unity drama that uh, we've to, to to make a bit of context at this point we already know that uh, unity had some kind of controversy with their ai um, implementation which is called muse if i can remember correctly Uh, because they announced that all the data that are used as input or everything that would be created with their uh, artificial intelligence would be used as input data for their uh, learning uh, data set. So meaning that uh, all the creation part uh, would would no longer be part, would be your property, and some uh, content creators were not very happy with it. Uh, uh, as we can understand, and in the latest news about Unity, they change their uh, licensing uh, structure and how they are uh, making the, their their fees about the Unity, and they announced this well without any preparation of the community, and it uh, it impacts is very important for some structure. Uh, meaning that uh, some uh, licensing uh, uh, configuration are not available anymore, and uh, smallest company have to they have to, to purchase the bigger uh, licensing fee that they were not uh, used to, and for some uh, startups uh, I heard that their licensing fee just double in, in 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 matters of weeks. Uh, So they are just like, uh, (laughs) they're not very, very happy about this, uh, especially when it's not announced uh, uh, a very long time, because we all know that uh, when you have a startup, uh, these kind of fees uh, can be very, very impactful on on your everyday uh, activities. And on top of that, they added the fact that uh, when you are Uh, getting um, when you are pressing a a certain threshold um, of installation of your apps you have to to pay uh, seats uh, fee which is uh, 20 cents per seat when you it's uh, over 1 million Um, and once again it impacts uh, some medium uh, studios that are becoming bigger because uh, when you are Getting some success with your app uh, at some point, you 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 are uh, you are getting a lot of uh, installation, and uh, it should like very uh, impact the the, the the evolution of this as a company uh, at this point as well. And after this, so to be to be clear, uh, a lot of forum and uh, LinkedIn as well, it just exploded with. Uh, uh, messages and uh posts the of different kind of professional there was like developers and uh company owners as well and uh, everyone was like okay this is the end uh, the trust is completely broken with unity they are changing their policy and uh, the way they are working with us at any point and we we that there, there's no there's not there's no dialogue between the community that is, using the, that is using Unity and their and their board. So uh, at this point, a lot of people were just, yeah, they were just fed up with Unity, and they are trying to find um, other uh, platform. Uh, so just to to show you uh, uh, the 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 court, yeah, the action of Unity is just plunging since the, the announcements of this. Uh, despite the fact that they had very good results after they they announced their partnership with Apple. Now they they kind of lost all the the benefits they had with this announcement. And um, seeing what they've done, they are trying now to apologize, to clarify the situation with the developers. However, I think the the, the harm is done. Uh, And a lot of uh, studios that were... Beginning, some projects are now uh, switching to other platform. Just for uh, the fun of it, uh, we can see uh, that uh, some uh, executive at Epic Games they are just posting this kind of, <laughs> of thing, uh, just to 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 troll or just to poke Unity around uh they are just uh reminding us that uh unreal is, unreal is free to download to use and ship, and that their fees and uh revenue are uh, very very clear and that they they didn't change for for many many years so it's it's kind of funny this engine war right now between epic games and unity and uh when I was searching for alternative to unity uh, a lot of people were. They were talking about GoBot, uh, which personally I didn't knew. I didn't know at this time, and it seems to be a, a fair competitor to Unity. It reminds me of the beginning of Unity uh, back in the days, uh, so it's still a very young uh, platform with a lot to things to do. But as they have some uh, uh, inspiration with Unity or Epic Games, I, I guess this kind of platform could be uh yeah improving very very fast with the community uh, uh especially uh, uh if i see correctly their assets most of them are free with the mit licensing or and uh it's beginning to have uh, all the, the the assets and blocks that uh, unity is currently having so uh, very interesting to see and uh, we should yeah check out the other GoBot at some point to see if it's this platform is not a viable alternative to Unity or despite the fact that you can switch to, to Epic Games if you want. Um, so very interesting to see how uh, a giant like Unity, like Unity can fall very, very quickly just because they, they didn't please or they didn't listen just simply as that, they just listen to their customer base and uh, their community. So I don't know what you are thinking about you guys.
1: Um,
0: yeah, it's so
1: it's it would be very interesting to see what happens, because, uh, as you said, uh, in the next following days, they will uh, do another press release. So we don't know what will happen, but uh, uh, like what just happened over the, and not only last week. I think over the course of the past years, um, it's just a blueprint on how to lose trust uh, mm-hmm. from the from the clients, and that's that's a door that will never open again, uh, except maybe if there is a huge change in leadership. Unity, if they really change the. The, the way that uh, and the people, uh, unfortunately, that are in the leading uh, team at Unity. Um, uh, so, yeah, I think there was, you mentioned the issue of AI, there was a partnership a few months or years back with a company that was a bit shady.
0: Um, so, yeah, they, they are forcing some company to buy uh, some plugins as well. Uh, like Pixies, I don't know if you heard about this, but yeah, they bought the company a few years back and now if you are like some activities in the industrial uh, field, they are kind of forcing you to to buy this uh, this plugin, which is a 3D point cloud cloud, uh, management in Unity and Mm -hmm. uh, 3D CAD models uh, simplification as well, so there are yeah, forcing some some plugins for you to buy if you, if you want to use Unity at some point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, again, uh, very curious to see what will happen in the following days and even more in the following weeks and months. Um, <clears throat> uh, just, I think, to nuance a bit for studio like us to switch from Unity or the or the complete our complete pipeline and uh, and uh, plugins and uh, things that we developed to another engine is a huge huge work so uh, it's not something that is done can be done in days but uh, we'll see yeah in the next month uh, and years to come uh, how this will affect the 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 game engine was, as you say, the game. <laughs> yeah, and if you add on top of that, the fact that it
2: has been four years that they released new version and new version, which has not optimized and not being able to render things in good quality or not consistent through time. Every time they change version, everything. A lot of things change, not, not everything, but a lot of things change and uh, you have to rework your project uh, and it's even a nightmare to find, they release the URP solution for the rendering. And currently on mobile device, it's a nightmare to find which version of Unity to use with which version of URP. There is a lot of forum talking about that. Uh, nobody from Unity seems to move forward. They still release some new version, but uh, there is no optimization done. So it's not, uh, I, I, I'm not, trusting the, the platform right now, uh, as I, I was before. Um, I'm. We are still switching back every time to built-in render pipeline, which they are not uh, making progress on because it's stable and at least it works uh, correctly. So it's sad to see that they are pushing a lot of things forward, but uh, not fixing a lot of bugs that they have inside the, the platform. and compared to what you can do now with Unreal and the results, we can start to see even on mobile platform with Unreal. Yeah. The, the switch to Unreal seems to be uh, uh, something we need to consider soon, definitely.
0: Yeah, I guess this uh, stability issue that is uh, like uh, very linked to, to Unity at, uh, for, for the, the last years, has becoming like a nightmare right now uh, I've seen lots of posts and comments that they, they are not succeeding and getting something stable at, at this point and uh, that's why they are they have uh, lots of different iteration of their engine right now and um, something I I, I I discover a few days back is that you can't have the possibility to convert uh, meaning like your, your project from one version to another, you have to download the, 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 the given uh, version uh, of your uh, project. Uh, let me explain. If you, uh, for example, uh, receive a, a new project from a colleague that made it in a given uh, version and you don't have the, 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 the given version, uh, I, we used to have this kind of conversion to the new, newer version of Unity, and now it's not available anymore. You have to download um, the specific uh, version of the project. Uh, on one hand, it, yeah, it guarantees uh, more stability because we know that the conversion was not perfect in the past. However, it means that you will have not like five versions of Unity, you have 10 now on your, on your laptop or PC, uh, which is a uh, which has been uh, a symptom of uh, Unity users. Uh, you can see if you are a Dev, a, a Unity Dev, you know that you have like dozens of Unity versions of your uh, on your on your PC. And uh, yeah, we, we got used to that. But yeah, maybe it's not that uh, professional anymore uh, because I don't know if you can remember for old timers as, as us but when this changed the, 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 the way they license, the sorry, the version, their their engine, uh, at some point it was just a number and now it's a year plus the version. And uh, they promised us that there won't be any more than three updates per year of their engine. And we can see that there are updates like every day or every week. So uh, they, once again, the trust, uh, is not that that good with them and we we are we we are used with to that, that but yeah uh now that it's a a major player like uh like a big game they they should have a more stable or uh less uh version of unity uh, coming that's my point of view <laughs> So, how many versions do you have of Unity on your... (laughs) 26. 26. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: I have to make some cleanup.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, we'll see what what this damage uh, will be doing, because we know that they have some uh, exclusivity partnership uh, with uh, Apple and Meta, I guess, now. Uh, So, Normally they shouldn't be uh, impacted with this, uh, because if people want to develop for Apple Vision Pro, they have to to use Unity. Uh, so yeah, we'll see if it uh, like save us save them from from uh, losing too many uh, developers and uh, getting their community completely shrink at some point. okay anything more to add no No? okay so it's a wrap-up for today thank you guys for all these interesting topics and we'll see